You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome back to the next episode of Farming Assets. And if you're joining us via YouTube and our YouTube channel, you're at Asset Coach and Tax Strategist. Wanted to share in today's episode, we've been going through our series on debt and we've gone through a few different episodes of talking about what is it, the different types and that sort of stuff. And so today what I'd like to do is dive into the question is, is debt good? Is it bad? And from a business owner's perspective, which is what all of our perspectives are trying to approach is, is we got to look at things from really two perspectives. What are those perspectives? Well, you are a business owner, but you're also an individual. You're a consumer as an individual. So you really are two personas. And that's really important to understand as a mindset because that's how the IRS views you as well. The court of law views you as well. Your state, secretary of state views you as well. Why do I say that? Well, because if you've set yourself up or you've structured yourself up in a business entity, a C-Corp, S-Corp, partnership, LLC, those are all indications or even a trust, your O's are all indications of a separate persona. Now, in the Department of the Secretary of State, when you set yourself up in any of those one entities in the state that you set that up at, so you don't necessarily have to live in the state that you set up your entity is. It could be domiciled in a different state. Now, not get too much in the weeds here, but when you do that, you're working with the Secretary of State saying, hey, I am going to do business as this name. Okay. Now, you could have a corporate name, say ABC Inc., but then you could have a DBA doing business as Bob Wolf. So ABC Inc., DBA, Bob Wolf. And so when you market, you put yourself out there to the community, you can market yourself as Bob Wolf, but the structuring entity and when you file with the IRS and you do any type of legal documents is going to be be ABC Inc., DBA, Bob Wolf. Now, when you do that, you're telling the state that, hey, I'm going to abide by running my business according to the guidelines of me being a business owner. But many times you're an employee of that owners of that business as well. Okay. So your business has to give an authority authorization to transact and make decisions for this business. Okay. Very, very important. So just hiring a CPA or a tax person or getting a loan for the business, the business has to give you the owner, the authority because it is a separate entity. You file separate tax returns both to Fed and state, okay? So it's extremely important with that mindset. So when we go to the question, and we'll, you know, there's other episodes and videos that we have on our YouTube channel and our website talking about entities and all that fun stuff. So let's stay focused on debt. Is it good? Is it bad? Well, I think the idea or the guideline here continues to always be, what are you using it for? What's your plan? What's your goal? What's your purpose? of this money. That's important. I think a lot of times, uh, I don't know, I'm originally from Southern California and you'll drive on the freeways and you see people zigging and zagging between the different lines in and in between cars. And there's still only two or three cars ahead of you, right? They're not like all the way down and miles ahead of you by all the zigging and zagging. So just moving, just making a decision, just getting debt is not a plan. It's not a purpose. Okay. Now, typically as an individual, 
When we get debt, it's because we are trying to purchase something we do not have cash for or we don't want to use our cash for. House, car, purchasing goods and services, utilizing a credit card, right? Student loans. So these are just some examples that we've talked about in previous episodes of the types of personal debt that you have. Now, those are all similar debts you can get as a business. Now, here's the ironic thing, and we mentioned this in the last episode, is that as an individual, you can obtain debt, but you can only obtain debt based on your income to debt ratio. And that's what affects your FICA score and all that fun stuff, right? And so you're limited because they're grading you based on your income ability to pay that debt, right? What you earn is income. Now, flip side to a business, a business has the ability to utilize debt and keep utilizing debt. And as you show your ability and authority to pay down that debt, then you are able to get more debt. Well, why? Because finance business, finance companies understand that as a business, you utilize the debt to do what? Generate revenue. And what equates from revenue is expenses, which is the payment of the debt. And then whatever's left over is profit. So in the business world, in the IRS's mind, which is why you don't pay taxes on your expenses, you pay taxes on your net income based on a C-corp as a corporate tax level or a pass-through S-corp, partnership, LLC as a pass-through to your personal tax return. Okay, but they still see you as separate entities. So when you tell the government, hey, we're going to run our business and and have the authority and give documentation, but you're also saying you're going to run your finances, you're going to do your bookkeeping, you're going to pay your taxes or file your taxes accordingly based on the separate entities. Okay, so what is your purpose? So our advice when we work with any business owner is that you don't just do something to do something. Just moving around doesn't necessarily benefit you, so to speak, and you have to have a reason or purpose, okay? Now, what would be the purpose for debt? To increase assets, whether it's your existing business, investing in another business, investing in a real estate, which is an asset, whatever the case may be, is if you're going to bring on debt, there's an expense associated with it. From an accounting perspective, it's an asset and a liability. Why do I say that? Well, because when you go to the bank, they give you $100,000. That $100,000 goes into the cash account. But on the liability side, it's a payable debt to the bank. They net off of each other. Now, the interest payments are an additional expense, which is why they are deductible. Okay? It's an added cost than the principal. Okay? The principal payments are a loan back or a payment back aren't a expense. The interest is an expense. Okay. So basic accounting in understanding that. So when I get $100,000, what do I want that $100,000 do? Go into another asset and generate enough revenue to pay for what? The expenses, which is the interest and the loan back, because we still have to pay that loan back as a payable. So because it's a payable, it is set up in our mind and it's associated as an expense because we owe that back. So when you put in your 100,000 into another asset, that asset needs to generate or you have to come out of your profits, which becomes an expense, which lowers your profits, right? All okay, 
But that's the key is the purpose. What's the point? Why are you trying to do? Right. So many, many people, business owners I've talked to said, well, you know, my mortgage is an is an investment. It's an asset. No, it's not. It's a liability. It affects your personal credit worthiness, good and bad. But it also minimizes your ability to get other debts. And what happens if you decide that your house is completely paid off? If you don't pay your property taxes, that house can get taken away. Right. So it's a debt. It's a liability to you. It's not generating what is the main goal of an asset to generate income. Your house is not generating income. Well, Bob, I have equity. Yeah, but you don't touch that equity until you what? Sell it. Then it becomes a after a certain amount of money, married or or individual, you get a certain amount of the gains, capital gains tax free. Anything above that is a capital gain tax. Okay, just like any other asset, but the sale created income, created a cash flow that is now a taxable event. Now, when you have equity and you access the equity without selling, that's not a taxable event. It's a tax-free event. You're leveraging the equity and the bank is doing what? Collateralizing the house for that equity amount that you're taking out. It's not a taxable event. Okay, so your house is not an asset, all right? As a business owner, that's very important to understand because the logic is, well, my interest on that mortgage is a tax deduction. Yes, it is. But the income you or the cash flow you take from your business that goes down the income funnel and goes down to your personal tax return as income has a tax liability as well. So if your mortgage is $2,000, Let's do this. I'm going to share my screen. And for the podcast, I'm going to walk through what I'm doing here. And let's let's kind of go through this and see what this looks like. So let's say my mortgage payment is $2,000 a month. Okay. So $2,000 a month. And that means over a year, it's $24,000 a year, right? All right. So, but that's money in my checking account. Right. So let's say the amortization schedule, let's say 1900 of that goes to interest and the other $100 goes to principal. And the deal with this is that amortization schedule is your first payment over a 30 year payment structure. Your very first payment has a majority of interest and very small principal. And each month, it changes, right? Your interest goes down, your principal goes up, interest goes down, your principal goes up. And then about year 10-ish or so, 15-ish, depending on the the interest and all that kind of stuff is right kind of where you break even, so to speak, where your interest and your principal cross paths and then it goes the other way, okay? And then you your last payment is majority principal and very small interest. So the banks get their money up front. Okay. But the bottom line is that in order to get this $2,000 in your bank account to for the 1900. And so this 1900, so your first year, so to speak, now it's not going to be exactly this number because why? Because remember each month it goes down, but let's just say 1900 for 12 months, keep this simple conversation. So you have now 22,800 in interest. Now you're in a 24% tax bracket, right? So now you're saying, okay, Bob, I'm in a 24% tax bracket. That I get a deduction off of that. You're right, you do. So let's see what that number looks like. So times 0.24. 
So you're going to get a $5,472 tax deduction. Yes. Awesome. See, Bob, I told you, told you this is a benefit, but what happens to this money? So this is the net benefit. So let me type here, tax benefit. Let's call it a benefit. Okay. All right. Now, We got a tax benefit here and I'm going to make it green. So it looks really, really great. Now, now that's important. Okay. So we got a tax benefit high five. Forget the mortgage amount, forget the the debt, the loan balance. That doesn't matter right now. But what we want to do is now, how do we get this money in our checking account? Oh, that's right. It's got to come out of our business as income. So let's say it's $3,000. Okay. So $3,000. Again, keeping it simple, a month of income, that means $36,000, okay? Now, I got to pay, what, 24% tax bracket, right? You remember that? So let's put that over here. So at 36000 times 0.24, that means my tax liability on that income is $8,640 tax cost. Let's call it a cost since we're business owners, and we're going to change this to red because that's a cost. So now your tax cost to your mortgage payment is basically 8,600. You get a tax benefit of 5,400. So now let's subtract the 5,400 tax benefit. So your tax cost net is what? You are in the hole by 3,000. $168. Okay. This is how the rules are played. Okay. So your tax cost to your mortgage payment is 8,600. The government dangles the carrot. And what happens to this interest every year? It goes down, doesn't it? It does. It goes down because the amortization schedule. So our net cost of our taxes increases, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. What happens when interest rates go down? What's the first thing you do? We refinance. We want to lower the cost of our mortgage. So what happens to your tax benefit? Drops down, right? Drops down. So when you look at the numbers as a business owner, is there value in this $36,000 coming to you individually as a business owner to pay for your mortgage? And I would say it's costing you $3,100 a year. What could you do with an extra $3,000 a year? I don't know. Right? I do know, but that answer to that question is yours. So it's important to run the numbers. So that's why I say your house is not a asset because if this was an asset, guess what would happen? This $2,000, if you're charging rent to somebody for this $2,000, okay? Well, this 3000 is not flowing to you individually anymore, okay? Depending on how you structure this whole thing. So it's all about the purpose. The purpose, what you're doing, why am I getting this debt? Am I going to get an income stream from it? What's my goal? So if I'm going into real estate, for example, what kind of real estate? How am I going to hold it? How am I going to structure it? What kind of loan am I going to get? There's so many different avenues about it. And by the way, you're not a real estate professional, so you don't get all the real tax benefits that real estate professionals who sell the coaching programs and who do all the the late night videos and all that kind of stuff that they get, okay? So you need to take all that into consideration. I'm not saying don't do real estate. I'm just saying you got to know all of 
that purpose. How about a business? You know how difficult it is to run your business. So every asset has its rules. Every asset has its purpose. So when you want to go get debt for that asset to create income or to create cash flow or revenue from that asset, you need to know all your numbers. You need to know why, because you don't want to be in the hole. You may be in the hole the first one, two, maybe three years because it takes assets. Remember, we've used the analogy for assets as like an orange tree. When you plant an orange tree, it's not going to bear fruit the first year, right? You got to nurture it. You got to take care of it. You got to do things. And over a period of time, it starts bearing bearing fruit. And then all of a sudden, once it reaches a maturity, then it's going to bear fruit ongoing all the time. And that's how assets are, right? So it's that first part we really need to have that purpose and that planning for as well. All right. So just wanted to share that with you. Debt, good or bad? What's the question? The answer to that question is depends. What's your purpose? If you're a business owner, I think it's good if you have a purpose to grow your assets. Now, what's that look like? That's different for everybody. That's different for everybody. And if you don't know the answer to that, then you probably shouldn't be engaging debt until you have an answer for that. Yes, Bob, but we got to do. I get it. I get it. But. One of the things I see all the time with business owners and advisors across the country in the hundreds of conversations we have a year is that a lot of times there's a misunderstanding of the purpose of what is being done. There's really no overlaying plan. It's just an idea and a small part of the plan overall, the big picture. We don't know the big picture. And we need to know the big picture in order to let the small plans to be productive and to add to the big picture. So hopefully that was helpful and probably created some questions. Then great. Put those in the comment. If you like what we're doing, give us a thumbs up, encourage us, give us some comments and feel free to send this link to your friends and colleagues and your family members. If you haven't already subscribed, it's very important that we spread the message. I'm not fighting for subscribership. I'm not looking to turn this into a revenue stream. This is content and education for you as a business owner. I'm trying to give back and provide more information I can of things that I've learned over the years that I have felt helpful, okay? That I have been received comments back from clients and advisors saying that this is helpful as well. I don't know if it's helpful to you or not, but that's why I need you to give me a thumbs up or a comment or subscribe or send us, refer this link to other friends, family, or colleagues, and that will tell me, okay, this information's good. Just keep going. Keep getting more contact. If you have questions, send us questions. That could be future videos, and you're probably not the only one with that question. So support us, help us in that way, so we can support and help you and provide as much content and information as we possibly can. So my name is Robert Wolf. I am the CEO and founder of Terra Firma Business and Financial Consultants. I'm an asset coach and tax strategist, and you're listening to my podcast, Farming Assets, or you're joining us on our YouTube channel called Asset Coach and Tax Strategist. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.